Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. Welcome, everyone, to The Confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I'm here, as always, with trusty, rusty, crusty, and dusty producer, mm-hmm. Jimmy Seleski. How are you, Jimmy? I'm good, man. Don't forget musty. Oh, musty. I forgot. Let's and, start and, over. And lusty. Lusty. Oh, man. <laughs> and busty. Yeah. Well. There's a lot of adjectives. There really is, but we only have so so much time. Yeah. Are you looking at Rhyme.com on your phone? Is that what you're doing right now? Yeah, yeah. Thesaurus.com. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, y- y- is your band uh, doing anything right now? What are yes. you guys up to? I'm glad you asked, dude. We actually just put out a new single last week on Friday. Uh, nice. Last Friday. Put out a new song called "The News." The band is called Sophomore, so go check us out. Awesome. Uh, is that? Can you get the single at Sam Goody? You can. You can. Okay. You can get it at Sam Goody. Good. Uh, and you can also get it on all streaming platforms: Spotify, YouTube. Uh, that's it, right? Just those two. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, yeah. It's on a lot more than that, but you can certainly get it on yeah Apple Music and things like that. The band is called Sophomore. You can check us out at Sophomore MD on pretty much everything. Follow us on Instagram. Click the link in the bio. Knock yourself out. Uh, we're very proud and happy with what we got so far. Now, Jimmy, what we got today is oh, yes. a, a program that'll focus on uh, uh, news stories that freaked us out as kids. Mm, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Program. I also like calling stuff a program. Yeah. That feels nice. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, they beam us out to a satellite yep. in space, and <laughs> run the program all over the world. The program. Syndicated, baby. <laughs> Um, and our guest today, Jimmy, mm-hmm. is uh, uh, a comedian here in the Baltimore area. Nice. Uh, he's very funny. He's a, he's a cool guy. He runs a, uh, a show called This Will Hurt Someone, which itself is a reference to a, a scary news uh, story. Do you know which one? I'm going to assume, but I don't want to give away the big thing. I think I know. Also give it, because give I, it away. I feel like you guys are talking about it for the No, podcast. we're not going to talk about that one. You're not going to talk about the Bud Dwyer well, thing? It might come up, but we don't have a confession on that. Well, it we just, did, actually, but not one that I recorded. Wow. Well, technically, it has already come up just now. Right, right. But we're going to edit this out along with the entire fucking intro. <laughs> Dusty, musty. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is a reference to uh, Bud Dwyer, so that's, uh, you know, that sets the tone. Yeah. And uh, will you please welcome Jimmy John Kidwell. Thank you. And I've noticed your last name is also a reference to another news story that uh, frightened many children. Baby Jessica, the kid who fell in the well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's well, that that was the number one child taunt when that that was the best the the kids could come up with. Really? When I was a kid was that I was a kid who fell in a well. It wasn't I had to do kid smell. Like my my Instagram is follow me on Instagram, John Kidsmell. That uh, is something that I thought up when I was like a teenager. (laughs) No one came up with that. No one said that. That was always, oh, you're a kid who fell in a well. And I was like, yeah. Well, your your stage name should be Baby Jessica then. Yeah. I'm giving that to you right now. Yeah. Let's start over and introduce John as uh, Baby Jessica. (laughs) We still haven't gotten to any. (laughs) We're good. 
<laughs> All right, John. Uh, yeah, let's 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 get down to it. What what was a, a news story, a media story that that scared you as a child? Well, I, I think when we were talking about this, the my my first sort of uh, idea was like, oh, what about kidnappings? Like, uh, like that was a a big thing when right. I was a kid, right? Um, and uh, yeah, that was what scared me. I'll, I'll tell you this too. I didn't realize there was anything sexual going on with kidnappings for a long time. Well, I thought they like kidnap you and keep you in like a little cage and make you do a lot of chores and stuff. Yeah, know? well, that that's how uh, Disney movies, right? Made it exactly, saying, like Baby's exactly. Day Out or whatever. They're right, like, oh, right. we're gonna kidnap a kid and then I don't know. They just have them around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get them to to make them sandwiches. No, they. I was really afraid of that though as a kid. Yeah, like. There were two, so I grew up in St. Louis. There were two cases in 1993, right around, I think they were within like 10 days of each other, maybe, wow. in terms of like when these kids disappeared. And they were um, different kidnappers? I believe that they found out that they were different kidnappers okay. eventually, but this, for years, I think a number of these didn't get solved, uh, or, or at least one of them. Um, so one of them, I think the girl's name was Angie Hausman. Um, and then like, Ten days later, this this girl Cassidy Center uh-huh. um, disappeared, and they were from fairly close, like you know, proximity wise, they were like. And it was just a away. total coincidence that it was two different. It was people? two guys. Yeah, I don't know. That is they, weird. Um, but yeah, they and I think Angie Houseman was it. It like came down to DNA, uh, and I think also Cassidy Center. Eventually, they they linked. I think I think Cassidy Center was the one that they linked to uh like a guy who had already he was already like in prison for life for, right like, right uh child pornography well, at that point why don't you just con- confess i mean you're already in prison for life for child pornography right um Do these guys just have no it was just a sociopath type uh yeah well i i i guess some of these guys they like to play their cards you right, know, they, right they like have cards on the you know sure, like sure um in but I don't, you know, in this case, that's weird because he wasn't like, this wasn't a case where he was facing the death penalty for anything. Like, that's usually like why they do right, that. Right, right. Yeah, to have um, like a, yeah. To, yeah, yeah, to like try to, to play it so that they can get life. But like, this guy was just in for life for like, they found like 45,000 images oh of God. Child, which is, now nah, look, this, wait, wait. I'm not going to say it's impressive, <laughs> but it's almost impressive what? to have that much child pornography. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's the soundbite we're going to use for you. <laughs> it's almost impressive. I made it five minutes into the episode with a. Uh, he had a, he had a whole goddamn blockbuster of pornography um, going on here. Yeah. What? Um, um, it, now this was in like 1993, right? This was 93. Yeah. So this was not internet pornography. This was actual. That's the thing. Is like, yeah, you you would have to assume that this was all like done in. Yeah, then you wonder, okay, is he producing it? You know, that brings into question, like, where is the production of this coming from? Right. Um, I guess back in the day, though, like, before internet, there were, like... Underground. Underground yeah, yeah. magazines sure, that were I'm child sure. pornography. Which yeah, is like, or things that were, like, legal in some other country that yeah. would sneak over here. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I know, like, 
stuff speaks in from like seemingly from like Sweden all the time. Like, See, that's that's one of the um, things I would want to. I really want to research, but I don't want to put that in Google. Pete, you no, know? Pete Townsend. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I. I mean, yeah. No. It's it's one of those things that's like so. Well, so kind of going back to the kidnapping thing, though, like I um, was was really like afraid of this as a kid in like like you said, like I didn't mm. understand the sexual right, aspect right. of it, like because the media made it seem like, oh, these are like occultists and Satanists. That were, oh, like, yeah. Well, the, yeah, that was a huge thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was like, still going when, when you were young, the whole satanic panic kind, kidnapping I mean, thing. It was really popping when I was like a, a baby. Right. You know? Right. But, like when. When, uh, yeah, I feel like there were still news stories at the time uh-huh. that were like, well, in, I think 93 was the same year that the West Memphis yes. 3 got charged. Yes. So, like, that was going on. And that wasn't too, I mean, I lived in Missouri and that was in Arkansas, I think. So, that's like, so you, remember, you remember hearing far. about that? Like, when it was happening? Kind of. I, I, I never s- heard of it until the, until like much later when the documentary came think out. I think, I, I think I remember seeing news stories uh-huh. about it in, um, not like a lot, but, uh-huh. Like, you I'll know, tell you this too. I I am doing a little research on them. I'm not 100 percent sure that they didn't do it. Oh really? Yeah, dude. The, the stuff that they left out of the documentaries is uh, pretty damning. Oh really? Yeah, I'm still not completely convinced because there is there is a lot of you know it's just one of those weird black and white cases or gray area cases where it's like there's no smoking gun either way. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. But, but it's uh, the, you will be shocked by what they left out. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I always just assumed they didn't do it because it just seemed like no, like like t- three kids getting together and like sure. mutilating a bunch of kids. Yeah, like, but I'll tell yeah. you, it's not. I I would almost think that they were probably if they did do it. I think they did kind of have a little makeshift cult going, and I think yeah. that they were pr- maybe even inspired by the the satanic panic itself to start like you know because there were actual cases here and there where like kids were you know probably seeing these news stories and thinking oh that's cool you know and like starting their own and like most of them were were completely benign i'm sure right but uh but there were a few cases of like you know teenagers in the 80s who killed for you know for satan um yeah well who was it uh uh, what's his name? Son, Son of Sam. Apparently, that was all like that was a little bit before that. Right, but that right. was all apparently linked to like not like Satan, not the Church right. of Satan, but like yeah. Was, like, we a we group actually of have guys. a we have a Son of Sam confession here. I'll, oh, re- yeah. I'll read it once you're uh, finished telling us about the kidnapping. Yeah, no. So anyway, um, like I, so I was I was afraid of this, you know, obviously, but then uh, now, did, as a kid, did you hear about the uh, the 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 child pornography blockbuster that he had running? Well, no. So that all came out. I think that came out in 2019. Oh, okay. Or like he was he was linked D- DNA wise like way after the fact. Okay. Like, okay. Like years, almost 30 years. Right. Um, right. And so, so, so when did they find this porn? If it wasn't, it, it was in 2019 that they found. No, it? I think they found the porn in like early 2000s. And okay. That's when he was, you know, put in prison. But he wasn't um, linked to it. But he wasn't linked to the to the kidnapping or murder okay. until later oh i see um and i guess it was dna that did oh it. right right um this is DNA this is do all it. half remembered from me looking at a news story this morning being like oh sure. yeah i need to like remember well, that's this that's twice uh, as much research as most of our guests <laughs> do here uh but and yeah three times as much as i do so you're fine right right uh, but like I, I i don't know i i do remember being afraid of this and like being people telling us like 
watch right, out right. for people right. who are like. So this was going around you. school. There were stories where, where they're like, you know, sightings or people like, oh, my God, I think I saw someone well, lurking around the mall. No, I mean, that's the thing is my mom would my mom would tell me like, oh, like watch out for like vans that have like we- weird labels that aren't necessarily like legit. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like looking around and being like, "What's Laclede Gas?" And right, she's like, right. That's that- the gas that that's the gas company for the so, entire so the, region. So these guys, oh. they're, they're willing to put up like fake labels on their van, but they don't want any copyright infringement. Right. So yeah. they won't do like an actual brand. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. They're, they're going the route of like uh, bottom shelf cereals. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. They're they're going the frosty <laughs> flakes route. Yeah. There's um, like a, a, a shitty fake looking uh, toucan, you know, that kind of <laughs> looks like Sam, but isn't, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what Pelican Pete or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, like, I, I remember, so, so this is a context for, I was being, I was very afraid of this. And then one day, uh, just to cement this fear, you know, my dad, I think my dad was like, this, this kid isn't traumatized enough. So I went, (laughs) we were at the arcade, we were at this arcade in, in, uh, St. Louis called Exilorama. Yeah. Um, it was at the Crestwood Mall. That itself and, sounds uh, like a generic name taken is from. A, is a really sick arcade, uh, at least when you're like eight. Sure. You know, I and, loved uh, a good arcade as a kid. That was the best part yeah. of going to like a new mall, yeah. checking out the arcade. You get Yeah, because there's always games you've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, especially like yeah. where I grew up in a, in a small, isolated town kind of. Uh, you know, you'd, you'd hear about these arcade games and never get to play them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so we're in an arcade and of course, you know, I'm a seven, eight year old in an arcade right. I'm just having a good time and I kind of wander away. And, uh, so I'm, you know, wandering around, looking around and then all of a sudden just feel someone grab me and like, you know, lift me up and whatever. And, uh, you know, it turned out to be my dad and he was uh, like, he was like, that's how easy it is. Oh, he was proving a point like, there. Yeah. To, to like get you. Well, it's, it's good um, that he only took it that far. He you only know? took he it that, yeah. Like he only you shook me. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, no, it, it, but that really like, <laughs> I, re- I have a memory of a woman and this was actually outside of the arcade at my mall, uh, grabbing my hand and pulling me away. And, and, uh, but it turned out she just got the wrong kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I and bet she I felt I was like, pretty stupid. She's like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. I feel like that happened a few times when yeah. I was a kid. Did you ever grab another parent thinking that it's your parent? I think so. I, think I so. never did that, but a, a friend of mine told me about it, and it sounded like the most horrifying thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you look up and your leg. dad's changed into a yeah. uh, elderly, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he said it was my friend was is Japanese too, so he was like he was like <laughs> oh yeah, my I grabbed God. my dad, and then boy. it was just my dad is a, a Jewish man now. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so I was really really afraid of that, and I guess I to me that that I think I was I was talking to uh, friends about this, and I was like I think that's maybe like why so much of like my material is about like. I don't know, like pedophilia and child pornography. <laughs> it's because like they is oh, I'm man. just since I've been a kid, like right. I, I've been like scared of 
Yeah, know, yeah. These freaks and, out there. And just were, just yeah. to make it clear, we we're not making light of of like, no. the kids who go through this. Yes, stuff. no, 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 no. By by the way, we're, I mean, we're <laughs> hopefully making fun of the actual yeah, people doing. I don't it. say I don't say it's about pedophilia right, or right. Giant p- pornography. It's just uh, yeah. I I think that it's a button that I go to because it's like right disturbing to me, and, sure. and there's something like you know, I I it's like unbelievable to me that it exists and i have to like make sense of it yeah somehow yeah and it's um, a lot of people apparently too you yeah know? It's, it's shocking like like most of these like media scare things are just like you know it's, it's a it's sensationalized it's a one in a billion thing but it gets all this press you know you yeah. don't actually have to be scared of satanic cults or uh you know whatever it is but uh, the pedophilia, I know a lot of people that right. were, were molested as kids. Yes, exactly. No, it's it's like, it's shocking. And as a kid, you know, as a kid who was not molested, I didn't get it until much later. You know, it like did not occur to me until much, much later, like how pervasive right, it was. Yeah. Um, but it definitely was a fear. Well, also, I guess around the same time, just a little bit after, um, there was a, a kid in my neighborhood got molested by like a random person oh. um just got pulled into like a garage oh my god um, yeah so that also like i think kind of jesus what effect- is going I, on in your I didn't, town John? i didn't know this kid this was like a younger girl i think um at my school i was in like the fifth grade um, wow that's horrifying the news came to the school i remember this specifically like the news came to the school and uh and then the next day the teacher being like guys i, I know like it's maybe exciting when the news comes to the school, but this isn't like a good time <laughs> right, to like right. do peace signs and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Like yeah. this is actually like a really serious story. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So he, he had a definitely had a point. Um, but, uh, so, so what, uh, what became of the, the two kidnappies? Um, the, the two kidnap. So the two kidnappees, I think were both found murdered. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, how, how much longer were they found? After I don't think too long. I think it. I think it happened pretty quickly. Um, wow. Like within a you know a couple weeks. Or right. So. Right. Um, and I I think like with most of these guys, like they're not necessarily like they they kill the kid because they don't want him to tell. Right. That's not like I think. Um, yeah. yeah. Like they're I, not necessarily like serial killers. They like. Right. Right. I yeah. I think. I mean, maybe sometimes they're they're like kind of uh like psychotic, right. but. Yeah, I think yeah. Oftentimes they, you know, they're they're people who want to abuse children, right. and then they don't really think past that, and then it's kind of like, all right, well, I guess I'll just, you know, I I think yeah, I I'm not sure, sh- I'm not sure in, I, if they were both beaten, but I think oh were, my yeah, God. I know it's like really really big, and one, Ugh. I mean, one was eight, one was ten, so it's just like un yeah, again, mm. unfathomable, um, but uh. Yeah, and then so not long after this story too. Actually, this so you were talking about yeah. They usually like you know you like murder a kid because you just don't right. have anything else to do. Uh, but one of the stories that happened a little bit after this, when I was like young, um, but I, I guess this was when I was in like high school, early high school, uh-huh. was uh, this kid Sean Hornbeck oh, went right, missing. Right. Well, let's let's get to him oh, after. Okay, we, all right, yeah, um, we'll, let's read we'll a confession, wait. then we'll get back to him. Uh, the, uh, the Son of Sam one. This is from uh, Josh Batten from right here in Baltimore. I was around nine at the time. The stories were very prominent in the weekly news magazines such as Time. 
I suppose it was that point when I knew I was cognizant of the human potential for violence. I definitely bought into the myth Berkowitz admittedly fabricated about the dog speaking to him. It simply became clear to me that people committed violence because of their superstitions. More a case of something I fully accepted as real. So I guess he believed the dog story at the time, and why wouldn't you? Right. I, it, from what I understand with David Berkowitz, he, he's, he's admitted that he made up a, a, an insanity story right. to, to try and, and have his, you know, to, for them to go kind of soft on him as mm-hmm. far as sentencing. Right. But then I think he's gone back and forth on that several times. And he said that, that a satanic cult was involved, and I think he's also recanted that, but then said it. Well, like, it sounds like he's one of those guys that's just, you know. I, I think that I, I, I seem to remember, like, reading that they actually had fairly decent evidence that he was and not alone in right. committing that, that the, is, the, the murders. That is one of the few cases where, yeah, I forget exactly what the piece of evidence was, but it was some, like, the dog's name matched up with some... People who knew him that yeah, lived far like away. He had, yeah, like he had neighbors. Yeah. Who like, um, and that's one of the few where I think a, a little conspiracy might have been yeah, actually involved. And in, in all the, the people sort of alleged to be part of the conspiracy died in very mysterious, oh, kind of I didn't know about ways, that. Like in the years sort of wow, after wow. his uh, trial. Interesting. So you think he may have actually been. I think it's very possible. I so mean, basically, Halloween 6 was a real, based yeah, on a true story. Right, Where right. Michael Myers was influenced by a cult who controlled him. Yes. That's um, what you're saying, John. That is that is more or less... I, I, I think that that movie is probably like a a sort of a little interpretation, kind of right. magical realist interpretation sure. of the Son of Sam. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do think it's very very positive because it's it would be pretty hard for him to actually like do that um coordinate that without people like seeing him and i Uh think that was kind of like how they did how they were able to like fool people for so long was that they had people you know like yeah one shooter one dry you know right well um so did you ever have any any fears growing up of serial killers or anything like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, so that that was definitely another thing that like, and it's kind of tied in with the kidnapping in the sure. you know pedophiles in a pod. And, I mean, yeah, they're just kind of like these these taboo breakers of society <laughs> who just can't stop doing fucked up things. Right. Um, and I I think I was I was afraid of that. Um, my mom also has a fascination with this stuff. So, nice. you know, we talk about yeah, ki- serial killers a lot. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I was afraid of it. I, you know, a lot of it was influenced by media, oh. though. Like, oh, of course. Not, not just, not just. I, w- like, I would think almost all of it is influenced by media. Well, I mean, well, did you have a serial killer in your life? Right, right. <laughs> well, no, yes. That, I mean, I won't go into that part, but um, no, I, I uh, do. I do think that like not just the news though, but like straight up like like movies, TV shows, sure. like stuff like that. Like I I think that that had really m- almost more to do with it than like news stories. So right, right. Sure. News stories were just kind of the the scary part about the news stories was that it was just bolstering what you see on TV, dramatized, sort of right. giving it credibility. Interesting. And like, oh yeah, right, no, yeah. this actually does Yeah, happen. yeah. And as a kid, I had no, I certainly didn't know anything about, uh, you know, anecdotes, anecdotal evidence. 
And I didn't even know what the difference really between like tabloid shows were and news shows. Right. You know what I right. mean? No. As far as I was concerned, a current affair may have well had uh, Walter Cronkite on right. it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that I was definitely afraid of serial killers. I, I'm trying to think of like the first one I knew about. Um, and I, everyone remembers their first job. Everybody. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I don't know. I, I feel like I probably knew about ones that I just saw on the news that I don't even like. Remember. Yeah. I don't remember like who, who um, I, I mean, I remember when Dahmer was like a big news story. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There was Dahmer. I, well, you know, I feel like the wave of serial killers that was really popping off kind of, kind of, uh, ebbed when I was like coming into adolescence and, uh-huh. you know, like my memory was starting to form like that, that was sort of when they weren't catching as many high profile ones. Uh-huh. Um, right. It was sort of more right. the eighties. So. Yeah. Well, it was also just like the advancements in police technology seem mm-hmm. to have lessened the number of serial killers over the years, you know? Yeah. To the point now where it's almost like there's, they're all just mass shooters because right. Right. Matt in, in their, uh, and I, you know, my actually was just randomly talking to somebody yesterday and, and, uh, they said that, that the vast majority of like mass killings are just family annihilators. Wow. Um, yeah. Which I guess, may- which is the most terrifying term out of all the true crime. Yes. Terms. Yes. The family it is. annihilator. It sounds way cooler than it really right, is. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. And, and that, I mean, when you talk about the things that are actually scary to me now, like that's like one of the things like, yeah, that's actually terrifying. Like serial killers. Yeah. Like that's completely, it's very, very rare. Right. (laughs) Right. It's not like likely to happen. Yeah. I mean, it seems like with Um, all of these things, it's almost always a family member, whether it's a molestation, a killing. Yeah. You know? Um, um, so tell us more about this. Uh, the one that you, that freaked you out the most, the, Oh, um, so so yeah the, the so Sean Hornbeck was the one who uh went missing when I was probably like early eh, I guess like middle school maybe mm-hmm. something like that like early high school um he went missing and then years later like everybody kind of assumed you know like this kid's gone right like um and then so the, is that what freaked you out like when he was missing or when he well when yeah when he was missing it was kind of scary because it was just like oh this kid just sure this kid just went missing was there know? all um, sorts of wild theories going around like ufo abduction no or? there there wasn't a lot of like necessarily theorizing but it was like a big story just because it seemed crazy right, and right. like the parents really were at a loss it didn't seem they seemed credible they yeah. were they were like really trying to find it right did they and, suspect uh, the parents at first I they I mean I'm sure some people did because right. it's just natural. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, eventually, so years went by. They kept looking for him, but not like I you know. Eventually, you kind of uh, unfortunately assume the worst. Right. Um. I I think the parents were still looking for him, but most people assume the worst. Mm-hmm. And then years later, like it must have been like five or six years after his abduction, he's found. Um, and he was alive. living, he's alive, living with his abductor, right? Not far from, wow. from where he was abducted. And, uh, not only is he living with him, he's, he's not like, he's, I, it's not a case where he's trapped, where he's right. like locked so up. Like was it, how young was he when he got, when he got abducted? Gosh, he, 
he was probably he was probably single digit age. Okay, so young enough uh-huh. that you could still be brainwashed into. Yeah, and then he they found him. Well, I I've always wondered sort of like what happened, and I always wondered like did he did that guy who kidnapped him? Did he maybe like have another kid? Because apparently this guy had been plenty of other people have accused this guy after the fact. Like, oh, this guy right, also right. tried I did to read kidnap that. me. Yeah, like, yeah, I looked I looked um, him up. Like, and one, I'll tell you that face. Uh, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, his. What, oh God, I, I the kid's name Sean Hornbeck. The guy's name is, uh, and I'm gonna blank on it. My my brother very tastelessly went as him. Oh, Halloween that's awful. One year. Oh my God. Because so he, that guy worked at an Emo's Pizza, which is like the biggest pizza franchise in St. Louis, like the biggest independent one. And uh, so there were a lot of Emo's pizzas and uh, a friend of mine worked at an Emo's pizza like when the guy got caught. He said that the phone was just ringing off the hook constantly. People asking about this guy. And They're like, just yeah. calling up the pizza place asking about. Yeah. Asking uh, if, if they knew. True the, crime questions. Well, <laughs> like, if they knew this guy. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess, in, you know, like wow. news, news oh, people okay, were news calling. People. Um, I thought you meant just like people were calling me like, hey, so uh, <laughs> anyone there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a podcast. Right. <laughs> No, it, it was very much just like like a a, a media shit show, right. and you know it's I I think I think eventually the the kid you know uh, did tell people yeah he was abused. Um, so so how was he brainwashed? Like did did the guy convince him that his parents like gave him to him or they died or something? Or I I think no I I think he knows he was kidnapped, but I think so my I I don't know if he ever actually showed the kid like oh like i killed somebody and this is why like that's that was always my like thought maybe it was right. like he was like the last kid like yeah, yeah like um but i think and i oh he got caught because he was trying to kidnap another kid right so i think the the, the one kid was he a probably bit aged too old. out yeah he his, aged yeah, out yeah, exactly. just like the steven stainer thing yeah so um so i think he really was like prolific maybe and it's sure. possible that he had kidnapped someone before and killed them right and so therefore like you could use that as a threat are there like missing person cases that he might have been connected to i can't remember what about the other two kids that um, went missing was that too far away um i think that yeah those were a little bit earlier than he was accused of doing stuff because i think he was more in like the late 90s and stuff i think he had already been I think he was already like a sex offender, maybe for sure. something else. Um, yeah, but anyway, that uh, so yeah, that that kid. Came, I mean, there was like a Law and Order about that. That was wow. like a pretty big right. story when it was like, yeah, this this kid, everyone thought was just gone. So like, did he go out a lot? Or yeah, he this kid like rode his bike. Like oh my he, God. I mean, he was just around, and people said, "Yo, we would see him all the time." You, you know, we just figured wow. it was some guy and his dad. You know, um. Wow. And uh, it's sad, but it was like, was it, was it like a, uh, a uh, Stockholm kind of thing? Like, did he kind of, I think so. Probably. probably. I I guess when you're a little kid, you're going to take to any adult that's, you know, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think it was probably a case where like he, and, and, you know, who knows the guy maybe told, you know, Mm. told the kid, you know, people don't care. They're not looking for you anymore. They don't give a shit. Uh, I care. You know, he probably didn't let him watch TV for a long time. Yeah. Well, the, the kid, I think one detail I remember reading was the kid would go on the internet on like the the site for him 
and he would post being like, why are, are you, why aren't you still sure? You know, like, have you given up? Like, and huh. stuff like so that. So there's part of him that wanted to be. He wanted to be. Yeah, I think he did want to be found. Wow. But he wasn't. He was. He must have been. Something scared him sure, enough that sure. he didn't want to. Yeah, I mean, like, there's some adult kidnappings that are like that, even, you know? Yeah. Like one woman was like kept in a box for years. And at one point, she actually was allowed to go home and see her family. And yeah. she came back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's I mean, sick. What, it, and I'll tell you, like, I feel like the pursuit, the, the, we talk about this a lot on the show. The percentage of sociopaths that exist in society is enough that you're going to meet one every now and again, you yeah. know? You're going to have one or two in your life at any given time. Right. And I feel like that kind of manipulation with the average uh, person like that, the average narcissist or whatever, you can see like a little bit of, of that manipulation in them, you know? Like, mm -hmm. uh, like, obviously, these are more extreme examples, but I feel like I've known people that were able to kind of get in my head and twist things around in a way that I look back and I'm like, what the hell is that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, uh, I mean, it, it seems crazy from the outside perspective, mm -hmm. but yeah. But like when you're in it, sure. it's definitely, sure. I actually, this is sort of unrelated, but I, you know, like the Nexium cult, you remember yes. that? Yes. Yeah. I, I knew it. I, I guess I, I, knew, I still know a dude who was like in that. Really? Um, he's still in it. I think so. So he, he's like, kind of a prominent member because he claimed that that guy Keith Ranieri like uh uh cured his Tourette's whoa um so it's kind of this tragic case where he I think he really does like right. believe that right. this guy helped him um but he so therefore is like all in like yeah like I I think I think he said I really hope that he's kind of like come to his senses sure. but uh, but that's definitely a case where, like, mm -hmm. I think he's just brainwashed, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, just in general, people believe, you know, things that don't have any <laughs> scientific basis behind them all the time, you yeah. know? It's like, that's just kind of in our DNA, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's strange. Um, all right. So uh, what became of the second boy that was kidnapped by this guy? Well, I think I think that they were able to... I don't. I don't remember if they caught him kidnapping him and like they it might have been a case where like somebody saw him trying to kidnap him or like he didn't but i don't think that the second boy actually got kidnapped and if he did he got quickly right. rescued because right. people saw it happening yeah, yeah. and like yeah, yeah. were able to okay. follow him and he's in jail for life now yeah the guy. he got like he got some one of those sentences that doesn't quite make sense where you're like, oh, yeah, it's like three life four, four right, right. life sentences yeah. plus two <laughs> yeah, days always, or like, something. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, to me, it's always it's always funny when they like part of the, 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 the conviction is like crossing state lines or like, you know, yeah. tampering with the U.S. mail or something because you like send something through the mail. It's like, right. dude. That's that's kind. Of, you can let those go at that point, you know. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's not the important right, part. Right. Um, yeah. Um, but you know, we do want to persuade people from crossing state lines illegally, uh, bringing fruits they're not supposed to bring. Absolutely. Bringing um, traditions we don't approve of <laughs> here in Maryland. You keep your Virginia crap down there. Uh, this one's from Luke Stifo from Niagara Falls, Ontario. We got two international ones today, John. Can you believe that? I almost did three because we had three on the on the page. But uh, I'm trying to think of what the Canadian uh, like news story greeting? that scares oh. <laughs> that scares you. I'm trying to predict what it'll be. Right, go, right. Oh, Celine like, Dion is uh, <laughs> releasing another album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the cheapest joke I've ever. Yeah. Made. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would say some 41, but you know. Just... Uh, well, his was actually a, uh, a story from, from England. John Venables and Robert Thompson. You ever heard of them? From, from where? England. England. John. Let, let me finish writing it. Even though I asked you a question. John <laughs> no, no, yeah. What those two boys did to that toddler, James Bulger, was unspeakable, and it scarred me when my mom showed me a documentary on the case after I forgot to pick up my little sister from the bus stop, and nobody had any idea where she was for almost a couple hours. My mom thought she'd scare me into forgetting such a thing, and I didn't. Yikes. Um. So kind, yeah. kind of kind of along the lines of what your dad did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, slightly. just giving you a little, a little <laughs> right, right. trauma. Well, we did actually ask him to clarify, and uh, his, his, she, they didn't. It kind of sounded like they intentionally uh, left his sister out <laughs> to to scare him, but they, that wasn't the case. They, the 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 scary the, the scared straight part was showing him the the documentary. Was showing it right, right, right. He he left his sister. I'm yes, assuming. Yes. To, and then to and then scare he, him about that. Right. And then they yeah. went and got his sister as soon as okay. he remembered. Okay. And then to 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 scare him, they showed the documentary. Uh, that was. It'd be case... funny if they showed him the documentary before. Like, all right, we're gonna sit down here. <laughs> you know what? Well, we're out looking. Why don't you watch? <laughs> and she's in the next room eating a banana split. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, look what I got from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh so that case was uh it, it was very sad it was like two little asshole kids who were probably like 12 13 uh just like kidnapped this cute adorable sweet innocent little like five-year-old and uh just took him from the mall and just like killed just beat him and 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 hit him and you know just basically tortured him to death yeah and then like left his body on a train track so it was like cut in half yeah and uh, they were, they are free now. They actually, they went to like juvie. And then I think when they were like in their 20s, they did a little bit of time for it. Uh, but they had to release them, you know, because they yeah. were so young when it happened. And uh, apparently there's like all these people that still are, are trying to hunt them down and figure out what their new identities are. Huh. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, like that's one of those things where it's like, uh, like I said before, I'm like, I just don't believe that a you know twelve right. or thirteen year old could. It's like right, well, right. apparently they totally can. Oh, and uh, there was another thing with that case where the movie uh, Child's Play three, like there's a horror movie hysteria kind of connection to this one because they found some horror movies in the boys' houses, and Child's oh. Play three was one of them, which features a scene where Chucky I think throws blue paint on someone or something. So they uh, they the oh I forgot to mention they like poured paint on the kid for some reason. Uh -huh. And so they thought there was a connection there, and I think it actually banned. Uh, it, it became like a banned video in in England. Apparently, that's the whole thing over there. Video they, they ban shit for any yeah, reason. Yeah, or yeah. They, they they really have no tolerance uh, for, for for free speech <laughs> the way we do. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I did. I did not know about this case. That's horrifying. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that that uh, it I do remember the '90s though being a time where that became sort of a popular news story was the kids are doing really, right. really violent Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Video games, movies. Yeah. Um, well, so Celine Dion albums that, you know, reminds me of my other, I, I brought this up to you. The other scary news story that I saw as a kid that I, I was always terrified by were uh, like drive by shootings. Okay. Um, which didn't happen a lot uh, in in 
my neck of the woods. Uh, <laughs> let's let's say. Right. Uh, and I guess I guess I went to you know I went to school with kids who like lived in the city because um, I w- I went to like a fairly like nice public school mm-hmm. um, in a you know reasonably wealthy area of St Louis suburbs. Um, but you know we we did have underrepresented students coming in from sure. from the city to like, uh-huh. bust in. Yeah, and so I did know people who lived in like rough mm-hmm. like North St mm-hmm. Louis neighborhoods, but it didn't. It did. I didn't make the connection as a kid that like, oh, like my neighborhood is not like that. Like, sure, that's sure. like I knew my neighborhood wasn't like theirs, but I didn't get that. Like, yeah, like drive-by shootings just do not happen where you live. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so yeah, I was really scared of like I would I would like sometimes just see a car coming down the street out the window and I would like tense up because <sighs> wow. I I didn't get it until later. Right. That, right. That, that just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty scary thing. From what I understand, a lot of gangs eventually agreed not to do those anymore because they didn't want stray bullets hitting any innocent bystanders. Yeah, I mean, it. What a few a few years back uh, here in Baltimore. Yeah, little girl. Like, little was, girl got yeah. got killed in one, and yeah, that was not far from where and I live. And on top um, of that, I believe two infants were shot that same year. I think but so, both yeah. survived. Yeah, the from little stray bullets. The, I think the the, the the little girl was maybe like four or something like that. Yeah, and she Ugh. died. Um, and that was yeah, that was God. That was such an awful case. And I don't think they ever found who yeah, did that. Probably uh, not. But uh, yeah, so uh, definitely that was something. And I don't know what what reminded. I guess that was sort of like depicted as kind of like inner city youth violence. Like, right. Right. It was. Um, but. It was definitely something that I think was overblown by the media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another thing that was overblown by the media in, in yeah. the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's read uh, another confession here. This one is from Sasha Christie, Liverpool, England. Constant Cold War reminders with adverts about how to stay alive when the bombs drop any minute. They showed threads in all the other nuclear war movies on an anniversary of Hiroshima 2, just to properly drive it into our minds. It was a constant barrage via the media. My first serious boyfriend was an actor in Threads. He was the ginger boy who got Rose pregnant. Have you seen Threads, John? No, I, I know about Threads. I have not watched it yet, but I, I am familiar with it. I, I watched it's very it, scary. Yes, I watched it for the first time recently, and it is horrifying. Yeah. Which brings us to my big fear, which was nuclear war. That another another one of mine too. Yeah, yeah. it seems like you would be after the Cold War era. Well, so yeah, uh, the that, wall that's, was down. Everybody was happy. That's what's funny is I didn't. Gorbachev was doing the Macarena right. with Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was it was very little actual threat of it for a long time when I was a kid. It was sort of like an you know, it was something that people hadn't thought about for a while. It went the way of glam metal, in my opinion. Yeah, it kind of went the way of, yeah, of glam metal and comedy clubs and right. all that stuff. Um, yeah, no, they, uh, but, but like, I, found, I didn't know what the bomb was when I was, like, young. It didn't occur to me, into, I, I didn't really learn about it or, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you see the image of the mushroom cloud, but you don't, like, make the connection of, like, what that right, is. Right, right. And it didn't, uh, I didn't find out, like, what happened in Hiroshima or Nagasaki until, like, I don't know when that was. Like, I, I guess, like, uh, probably in, like, late grade school. 
And then that's when I realized, like, I made the connection of, like, oh, that's what happened in Terminator 2 when the people's face melts Yeah, yeah, I bet that was a Um, lot of people's first introduction to the the bomb. Was your, your, uh, did you have any grandparents in World War II or anything like that? I think I think both my grandparents were technically in World War II, but mm-hmm. I don't think that they did much. Like they they, I I don't remember even where they were stationed or what they did. All right. Um. Yeah. But I I think they were both technically, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank for them for their service either way, John. Yeah. Well, they're both dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. No. I I was, but I I really was scared. Um. I don't. So you were you you said you're scared too. Did you did you get afraid? I remember being afraid of just hearing airplay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think like I do. I think you just triggered a memory in me that I I had forgotten about that that was a thing for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, f- for me, I uh, I didn't see Threads as a kid, but I did see uh, a movie called The Man Who Saw Tomorrow, which was about Nostradamus and his predictions. Uh, oh, okay. Now. The weird thing was th- this film was probably made 10 years. Orson Welles uh, 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 narrated it. I think it was like a TV movie or something. And it was horrifying. And I-, I think it came out like probably 1981 or something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it until like 1990 around then. Yeah. And the horrifying thing was the predictions that they were noting in 1981 seemed to be coming true from my perspective now you yeah. know what i mean like it seemed like he was accurately predicting saddam hussein right right yeah and uh so i was like all right well there's there's your evidence there this isn't i got no future and i remember like yeah. lying awake and thinking like it sucked like why am i even like trying at school or having any dreams you yeah. know when we're gonna live in this horrible hellscape in the future right right but <laughs> That Nostradamus predicted it all. Right, right. and um, I, I remember my friend Aaron Beam and I would like talk about it, and he was like kind of psyched about it. <laughs> like he was like, "No, we can like." He's like, "Look, this is what we do, Mike. We just got to kill like one army guy, one bad guy, and we take his guns and stuff, and then and then we go." F-. He was like psyched about being like a. a a teenage militia, like jumping, yeah. like Mad Max. Or did something. you think that you were gonna fight Saddam, or do you were gonna fight? <laughs> who did you, who did you Maybe think eventually you, you got to work your way you up to going, the final boss. So. Yeah, who is who is this like who is actually going to be I think we thought there would be like you know it'd be like a Nazi invasion type of thing like there'd just be like a bunch okay. of uh you know uh, uh bad guy soldiers running around and we were going to I guess maybe be the resistance or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. A red dawn scenario. Sure. You, you like see yeah, no. I mean that that actually sounds like a lot of fun. I, I, I think I, I see what your friend is saying. And I remember being like, well, how do we kill the first guy, though? I right. mean, he's got guns. Like. Yeah, yeah, we just kill, forget about how, yeah, not important. Well, yeah. enough, Pete, you got enough guys. Right, right. The militia's big enough. But that was That is something I actually take a little bit of issue with, is like, don't let your kids think that the end of the world is coming. Every Everybody seems obsessed with the end of the world, whether mm. you're religious, whether you think it's going to be like, you know, a, a, a financial collapse, it's like it, it, things are getting better overall. Yeah. You know, there's peaks and valleys, the coronavirus, things like that. Yeah. But overall, life tends to get better over time. We live in a pretty good age. Yeah. So don't teach your kids that the end is near. That's not cool. Yeah, I, I tend to agree, if anything, just because it, it, it creates uh, a defeatist mentality. Yeah, yeah. That, like, that I, I've definitely, like, kind of internalized in some ways in my life. Like, just like, 
oh, who cares? Nothing's, you know, right, it's all like, right. um, but, and, you know, I'm 35 and still, still alive. Yeah, World's yeah. still kicking. I, I honestly like, think yeah. that could be kind of a part of this, this, uh, modern um kind of age of anxiety you know what i mean all the anxiety and depression going around i feel like that this idea that the media gives us that the world is just horrible and we're all going to die terrible deaths is uh might be part of that you know yeah yeah i i think um well i'm certainly i've been a lot happier since i kind of tuned out of (laughs) yeah the the media I, i think a little bit before the biden election yeah, um, me too. I, uh, I I just had Trump fatigue and all uh, that. And yeah, it was just kind of like I'm, I'm. Yeah, I've just just getting into skepticism has really kind of. I mean, I don't I don't completely hate media. There is a big correlation between, um, like peacefulness, I think, and media in a way because it's like you know once you can see the wars going on overseas or whatever, like people sen- seem to be more empathetic with each other mm-hmm. when they can see actual footage, but. Uh, so much of it is just so much of what's passed off as regular news is just tabloid junk, you know? Right, right, absolutely. I mean, and how many times have we been? I had to eat my words with this when Corona came because I was wrong. But I was, I was saying, no, this is another media sensation scare, you know. And ninety nine percent of the time, I would have been right. But every now and then, it's real, you know. Yeah, I mean, they they really scared people about Trump, and like, it was bad, but. Like, well, they they do that with every yeah. <laughs> every group does that with every opposing group. You know, it's never yeah. about like, hey, we got this idea to like make this commu- you know, like uh, make people uh, better off financially, or uh, you know, we have this this program that'll improve things. It's always just like they're awful, they're Nazis, you know. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, and there, there, that kind of goes with the just overall, just complete. Um, like flattening of all nuance in, right. in our in our modern age there's just like no uh there's there's a, yeah everybody's a nazi no one you know no <laughs> i cannot or, believe or that is, trope has not become tired for people yet it's yeah. like we gotta come up with there's plenty of other fascist groups to compare right i mean yeah exactly i i feel like we're we're limiting our imaginations with the nazis thing especially when we're talking about like republicans and stuff it's like it doesn't do us any good to ignore like American white supremacy and like a distinctly Dude. American, you know, stuff that was happening long before yeah. Nazis were and even a thought. I mean, you know? it's like, dude, let's look at left, you know, like Baltimore, a blue city yeah. in a blue state for a hundred years. I don't think we've exactly tackled the poverty thing like we say we're going to. You know? Right, it's right, like, exactly. It, let, let, let's be yeah, we're agree. the richest that's, state. That's actually the- one of the biggest issues I take with with uh, with the left is like we got to stop lying about this idea that there's like that we help poverty. You know, like oh yeah, and especially you know our the biggest thing is is like you know African Americans we we help you so much they're gonna screw you over on the other side. It's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I, we could be doing a lot better. <laughs> I mean, Trump made pretty big gains, I think, last election with Africa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe I, it. You know, he's still mar- You know, he's right, still right. like running at about like three or 4% with them, but still like he made gains in the time that yeah, he was in office. I do, just, I do think a lot of black Americans are getting pretty disenfranchised with the left. 
or with with Democrats at least. Yeah. I, I think like the you know the left is one of those things that like people say the left and it's hard to like right, really right. Like, define. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this isn't a politics <laughs> podcast. This is we're talking. We're talking about. Uh, oh, I didn't realize you were running things around yeah, here, John. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Jimmy, uh, do you have any? Uh, do you have any uh, news stories that freaked you out when you were little? Jimmy's haircut is on point today. Yeah, too, by yeah. The way. Is you it really? really? Got a nice. Got a young Presley we got going on over <laughs> yeah. there. I didn't even. I barely. I just stepped <laughs> up in the bathroom, dried my hair off, came here. Oh man, lucky duck. My my shit looks. Totally fucked today. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> headphones are kind of hiding it now, but nah, you, yeah. you look fine. Um, the, honestly, there's a news that I remember the, being the biggest story when I was younger was the Joe Palzinski thing. Do you remember Joe Palzinski? Uh, remind me. I remember that. He name. was this dude who uh, like took hostages. It was in Dundalk. It was in Maryland. Oh. It was like oh he like had a standoff with the cops for a few yeah, yeah I remember that yeah it was like in the early two thousands I think yeah yeah like two thousand I was I was at Essex for I took one class at Essex in like two thousand I think and it was during that yeah yeah and and you know I don't think it actually scared me but it was kind of like a interesting like at the time when I, I guess I was like eight or nine years old the fact that this like fugitive is like sure. holed up in a building with like hostages yeah. and like it's they had to, like it's, evacuate the whole neighborhood and everything. Yeah, and it's happening like right around the corner. You know? Right, like right. it was like right around the bend and just my dad would mess with me and pop up and be like, Joe Balzinski. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about this story. When when was this? About two thousand, there was uh, I, what were the details? Somebody was running from the cops. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I I don't know much of the details either. Did he take his own family hostage, or was it a stranger's family? I don't think it was his family, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think he just like ran into a house and just took everyone hostage. Oh, it's like that movie with Mickey Rourke. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's, there's a movie with Mickey. Uh, it's I think it's like Desperate Hours or something like that. It's a it's uh, <laughs> The Marlboro Man and uh, yeah, right. Har- Harley Davidson, yeah. the Marlboro yeah. Man. I'm pretty sure it was, uh, yeah, the the Adventures of Ford Fairlight. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I I uh, I don't I I didn't know about that. So wait, he he took where? What building did he go in someone's house? I think it was. Uh, I you know like the lack of details I have in this story yeah, yeah, are, no. are are are. Uh, but it lasted like a week or something, right? It was a long time. It was a while, at least like yeah. five days or so. Yeah, Whoa. he was he was holed up in this house slash building with his slash someone else's family. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was like this big news story in the, uh, like, I would say like 2001. And just like that. And I think, you know, the sniper, the sniper oh, guy yeah, I was, gonna say was another oh, big yeah. thing. That was right. the big. Right about, right around in Maryland. And like, you know, that was, that, that was scary too, because that was happening Right in the Maryland, like DMV area too. Yeah, so you yeah. they were staying here in Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, around like Remington and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they actually stopped in for a drink at Zizimos, believe it or not. Yeah. While in the midst of the killings. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They, do do a set. <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> they did a little set. Oh right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have made jokes about that at Zizimos. Oh, they yeah. did a lot for the uh, black community, which is historically underrepresented in serial killing. That is true. So the snipers yeah. did a lot for them. Um, I was sur- I was actually surprised to learn that I there was there was a serial killer that I found out was black who I didn't know. What was it? The Sunset Strip Killer. Um, yeah, was apparently black. I, I had no idea. There are plenty of black serial killers. I think it's one of those things where it's just like 
the media. Yeah. People want to see white serial killers for some oh, reason. Oh, mm -hmm. th this reminded me. Okay, the the probably actually one of the most horrifying news stories I ever saw as a kid was um this was this is how horrible the the St. Louis local Fox News was in terms of like how exploitative they would get. They uh when uh there was a serial killer caught that reminded me because it was a black serial killer. He was caught he had been um, taking like prostitutes down to his basement and torturing. And oh, killing I think them. I, didn't he have like videos of them? He had videos yeah, I've in seen the that. news. Put them. He they they that didn't show horrifying. him actually like killing right, them, but right. like there was actual footage of him basically torturing yeah. them on the news, like taunting them. And, and I remember like, right, I I was only like a teenager when I saw it, but I wrote horrifying. into the news being like. This is horrifying. I can't really. You, you send a strongly this. worded letter I put, I put as a, a teenager. As a teenager, just being like, "This is incredible." Like, I can't believe how exploitative. Wow, that's this that's was. kind of and awesome. Like, and never heard back. But yeah, uh, wow. yeah. They like put your letter up next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. In the next hour, local <laughs> pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's pretty impressive because uh, I, I think at that time I would have been like, yeah, show me more. Yeah, know? no, I, I remember being scared by it. Uh, the same news station also when I was in college. I was in college. This isn't a scary story, but uh, I was in college and I was working at a restaurant and this guy I worked with was, uh, you know, uh, uh, he was a married guy in an open relationship. And I think he, uh, you know, from time to time uh, would partake in some of the ladies of the night sure uh you know and nothing uh, wrong with that uh but uh well i don't know well, well that's debatable but anyway <laughs> uh they but he had he had like i guess gotten caught in a craigslist sting set up w between police and the news station uh. so he was like on the news uh see there, you know. there is no reason to no do that. i mean that's i thought like, that that was like all the awful things like, that people do it's yeah. like both sides were consenting I mean, obviously, yeah. it's it's sad what happens to a lot of women that they that they get into that industry. But that, you don't have to go putting people's faces on the news. I like. agree, and I I remember he uh well they they put they put him on the news, but he uh like it was such like an in incredible like little moment where like the news lady was you know trying to talk to him and he was real like casual at first he's like oh that's cool whatever and like and he kind of tries to like put his arm around her and she like what backs away Weird. and then he got really angry and it's like fuck you and like went off and moons them and like moons the, the, what? the camera and stuff and like that was it was like the blocked out mooning uh, dude what is know? going on in st louis st louis is a wild city <laughs> yeah uh but that no i like that guy that guy was cool and i felt bad for him so he, he like guy. wasn't all that ashamed that he got caught he was just like yeah i did well, his wife, no, I mean, I think his wife even was like, it's your birthday, you can go out and right. get a hooker, you know? Yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, and, uh, which is kind of crazy, but, like, whatever, you know? Yeah, it's um, like, you know, as long as everybody's cool with it, then. Yeah, so he, but anyway, yeah, that that just reminded me. That was Fox 2 News. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, wow. All right, any, uh, any final thoughts we want to wrap this puppy up with before we uh, close her out? Uh, I just want to say that I don't believe you guys ever did, as promised, touch on the Bud Dwyer thing. Oh, Bud. 
but that truly I, I felt like I wasn't allowed to bring that up because for well what's reason, what's your history with Bud I just I didn't I, I just remember watching it on YouTube when I was in high yeah, school and yeah, just seeing it, or not even YouTube. I think it was like some one of those yeah, like weird, weird websites. Yeah, yeah, it's like pre-YouTube. But that was the most shocking thing that I remember seeing. And a new, I guess it yeah, wasn't a news story. That it was just is a, video. a freaky. I can't even watch that. I anymore. couldn't even believe like, it. It was like, real. Yeah, even when like I, I'm like you know because like because of the stuff I look up, you know, Google and Facebook is always recommending like mm-hmm. you know lists of like horrible things or and it'll have like a picture of him, you know, like mm-hmm. pre pre gunshot. And I can't eat, even that freaks me out. Like that just seeing face his face, I'm like, like yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I definitely. It's not something that I. Well, I, I, I think I bring that up in in a bit of mine of of just like <laughs> talking about that, just being like, if he didn't want people to to like you know make a uh, make fun of his death, like why have a news conference? Like, right, right. You know, like why why call that? Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, what um, was. I, we've probably talked about it before. Why did he do that? Was there like some sca- scandal or controversy? Yeah, he was he was going to be indicted for something. Where it's one of, the, I, from what I understand, it's one of those gray area things where it's like eh, maybe he shouldn't have been doing that, but like everybody else was doing that. And tech, you know, it was like I've heard. No, yeah, I've heard a number of people say that he was kind of railroaded. Um, yeah, well, I'm not positive. And the judge made it clear that he was going to make an example out yeah, of him or yeah. something like that. So instead of going to jail, he. Uh, he, I guess that was his fu to everybody. Well, I think it was also his. I mean, I don't know why he. T- again, I don't know why you call a news conference to do this, but uh, I think he was killing himself so that he could, you know, like give, like, like, so that the money that he had amassed or whatever right. didn't get taken away from some sort of yeah, like, yeah. criminal settlement. They, they it would go to his wife mm-hmm. and family or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but uh, that's all I know about. De- I, I I don't really know a whole lot of details about that case, though. I just know the the image. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never actually watched that. I've never like watched the actual like, really. Image. No, I'll put it on after the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll link it. You've done yeah. none of it at all. Um, I've I mean I've seen I've seen him like you know I've seen like the, the cuts the, before the, the cu- you know when he's like doing the the right, you know, talking about out. it and stuff and he pulls the gun out, but I've yeah. never actually like. Because I'm not really interested in trying to watch like anyone get killed. Yeah, that's the thing. Killed. When I was younger, I would kind of gawk at that stuff. Like it was horrifying, but it was also like you know fascinating or yeah. something. You know, but but today, as as a 40 year old, I just I don't want to see like real people suffering. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, no, I, I mean, can't even like people fighting on YouTube and stuff. It's like I don't really want to see that. You know, I don't like people being ugly to each other like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you said there's enough of it that's kind of necessary already in the world we live in. Yeah. With like, you know, police shooting people, you kind of have to have those videos out there. Right. Um, like you, yeah, I don't need more of that. And, you know, yeah, I don't really need to see all the gory details, you know. Yeah. I will make fun of Bud Dwyer. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, he uh, he's he'd probably be game. We don't know the yeah. guy. We, we don't know anything besides that footage of him. He might have been uh, really self deprecating, funny yeah. individual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, John. This is a great episode. This, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, anytime. Thank you, Jimmy. Of course. Jimmy is uh yeah. chewing a bottle cup. It's proving that he was probably breastfed. Now we know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> chewing on plastic. All right, guys. Uh follow the confessional and uh that's all you gotta do. Yeah. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye.